Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Welcome to the podcast. I'm Rich Wilson, and I talk to funny and interesting people about their experiences with men's mental health. What are we going to call this piece? Insane in the membrane. This week, we talk to Nick Revel. Now, I became aware of Nick Revel years ago. We're looking at like 30 years ago when he was on a show, it was called Friday Night Live, and all the big names were on there. You had Adrian Emerson, Rick Mail, the, the greats of comedy. And I just remembered how great he was. Even I just remember him, he just stuck in my mind. And then years later, I got to work with him. So, uh, yeah, tuck in. Hello. Hi, Nick Revel. How are you, mate? I'm all right, thank you. Okay. I'm very well. Thank you for letting me into your house. It's a pleasure. It's lovely to see you. I don't see you enough. I know. Well, we, you know, we were talking while you were setting up the uh, the equipment, how the circuit's so huge now that you just don't see people with the same no. regularity as in the, I know. even 10 years ago. I remember I remember being aware of you years ago. It mm. would have been when I was a lot younger, and, you know, because you're not much older than me, but you were, you know, you were... I remember seeing you on it, not Saturday Live or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Saturday Live. Yeah, that's when I first yeah, came aware of you. So it would have Friday been Friday Live, in fact. It yeah, was, that was Friday it. Night, yeah. So it was on that, and you were yeah. one of those faces that you'd pop up in things around mm. then. So that so I always connected you with that, mm-hmm. and then you know actually getting to spend some time with you later on and we're out bird watching it's quite a juxtaposition (laughs) and I think I said to you no crystal meth no no, no. (laughs) we didn't we didn't smash any hotel rooms up no and it felt it was like it felt wrong didn't it but it wasn't it felt like you were now when I'm going bird watching I always I always make sure I have a can of paint so when I leave the hotel room Ricky Wilson was here (laughs) a great big A for anarchy (laughs) but that was I think it was. I think I said to you as well. It was like you were rebelling. It's like you were like back then. You'd be, you would have been rebelling against the establishment, possibly. Of course. And now you was like now you're like you're rebelling against yourself. I'd, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's an interesting phrase actually, because I figured that. I, well, firstly, I think I do have an ability and a penchant for yeah. being in a minority of one in, in whatever <laughs> company I'm in. You know, I really enjoy that. But um, maybe it's something to talk about later on. But the idea of rebelling against yourself, I, I suddenly realised quite recently, actually, that in a lot of ways um, I was doing things just to rebel against me rather than... Right, right, OK. That doesn't mean to say that I don't still hold fairly, at least coherent um, political opinions that yeah. are not necessarily all mainstream. Well, I'm, I'm not saying that I'm a, a, an extremist in any manner but I still think about it and like to think I'm fairly um, eccentric uh, but with logic behind it yeah but um, yeah I mean that early period though of, of, of stand up was it was like I think alternative comedy was to 
to mainstream comedy yes. what punk was to, yes. to rock and roll really being a part of that must have been exciting it was and in retrospect as well because you didn't really realise what you were part of until until of course, later of course. on yeah yeah you know, yeah look where it's gone and everything yeah think oh okay don't be so confident that everything's a good thing <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, it's almost like it's well now that's th- the mainstream isn't it yeah, yeah yeah a few people recently have been talking about age and you know saying that the, the industry's different now and it's more it's they're more worried about they're more interested in the young and things like that and i think what you need to do i personally it's just like, I just like well i'm not going to look at any of that i'm just going to keep doing what i'm doing <clears throat> because i'm lucky enough to be gigging and and still being able to do do things i want to do you know yeah. I should, that that sort of thing shouldn't affect I think what it, I'm doing. I think it was somebody like Meryl Streep or Glenn Close or somebody who, who, who I read in an interview saying you should never compare your career to anyone else. Absolutely. Because that way madness yeah. lies. Oh, God, you God yeah. yeah, yeah, You yeah. can get eaten up by so many, you know, petty anxieties or yeah. sort of major jealousies. Especially now with social media. Uh, yeah, you know. exactly. Yeah. 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 And how, so your, so your background, so you were... You went to a grammar school. Yeah. And then you went to Oxford. I did, yeah. And so, and so, what I'm interested in is, because the, 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 talk, the talk at the moment is, you know, um, you know, like the talks of gender and, you know, is it is it in us or is it forced upon us and is it something to do with our upbringing and, you know what I mean? Is that yeah. sort of like that sort of like, I, I know when I was a kid, it was very much, right, you're a boy, so these are the boy things. Mm. And you didn't really you didn't stray from the path that's what you were doing it's like you wore blue and you saw things like that and was that did you have that sort of upbringing sort of yeah, yeah. I mean I don't it, you know looking back on it, it I don't, and I'm assuming it'd be the same view looking back on it it never felt like it was being uh, consciously or actively forced on you no. it was it was just like it was in it was in the ether this it was is in, it yeah, yeah. Um, and I don't know I, I've not read a lot of gender theory I no, have to confess no. Um, I occasionally hang out with some of my millennial friends who educate me on <laughs> the latest phraseology. This is it, yeah. Um, but then I, I was in a curry house around the corner about two weeks ago with uh, three friends of mine who are like 18, 20, and then mid-twenties. Yes. And we got, and I, you know, I, I used, um, oh, we'd been talking a bit about binary and non-binary. Right, and right, that. right, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I deliberately th- we were talking about a character in Sabrina the Teenage Witch who is sort of transgender, but I deliberately said transvestite instead, just to sort of... Just to see <laughs> because there that. I am, you know, there oh, I is. can stir some stuff. <laughs> and it was, it was great to get, you know, they knew I was winding them up, but they were annoyed as well. You know? <laughs> um, so I was inventing a few new... Yeah, yeah, so you yeah. mean tertiary? No, it's non-binary, Nick, not to... Ter- oh, sorry. I, yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, so... I've not read a lot of gender theory. I mean, as I understand it, a lot of the the roles that we consider, if you like, or, or you know, yeah. until 10 years ago, let's say <laughs> we considered normal, if you like, conventionally normal yes. uh, roles, um, all through most societies, I think a lot of those are uh, so- socially or societally imposed or developed or derived rather than inherent in some yes. kind of genetic yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean obviously at the moment genetically the woman bears the child you yes. know yeah, but yeah, there's yeah. a lot of there's a lot of there's a lot of theory and I'm not going to go on a long about time about this because I haven't read it off, but, 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 but a lot of our uh, personalities if you like characters whatever 
the, the gender elements of that are societally rather than Absolutely. genetically yeah, developed, I agree. as yeah. I understand it. Yeah. yeah, and it was it was, but even I remember, uh, I've said this before, but I remember, you know that my my, my dad he's a great guy, but he you know it was always like you know dad went to work, mum stayed at home looking after the kids, yeah. and then later on when we got a bit older, my mum got a job, yeah, and was working nights, but she still had to make sure dinner was on the table for dad. Wow, these old fashioned yeah things, which I remember thinking, well, well mum's at work as well. So that so I started to question, mm. not no disrespect to my parents, but I started to question the what they'd been taught. Yeah, and yeah. so, and I remember it was I was sort of told like, well, no, that's just the way things are. Mm. It never felt it didn't it didn't feel right to me. You know? Wow, I'm I'm impressed. I wish I could say the same. I don't think it really ever occurred to me until much later. Right. You know? Yeah. I mean, that 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 bulk of the housework was done yeah. by my mother and. You know, gradually I would resentfully do a few things around the house. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And you think back, you think, Jesus, somebody should have. But it was always seen. Somebody as... should have sat down and said, "Right, this is the way." I'm just trying to think. You know, when I first got certainly at university, and at, you know, being yeah, schooled a bit by kind of feminist yeah. friends, and maybe even before, because I don't really ever. When I was a sort of late teenager, I don't really remember thinking of women and girlfriends as being I don't know should be forced into a particular mm. role or you know a particular manner of behaviour when you went out or you yes. know uh, or what their career prospects should be so there was a kind of there was obviously a sort of there was a liberal pro progressive perspective coming in somehow yeah yeah but of course so much of it you're not aware of you know which is why i don't mind being sort of picked up and challenged on behavior and then you can always slap them if they're wrong <laughs> <laughs> that's right know your place it was see that's yeah, interesting because yeah. you know that's clearly a joke yeah right? yes that is clearly a joke but some people will take real exception now they would need that. us to have our careers ended and now we're yeah, you know oh, we're yeah. you know that and yeah. that's which yeah. is why well, we need you know yeah <laughs> <laughs> this have like we have vengeance yeah, for, yeah. but it'd be my it'd be my fault for instigating the conversation oh, and reacting to and it. reacting to yeah. it laughing yeah. yeah but I think actually that's another point which is context is so important about everything yes and yes. I know it can be used as a, a, a as a scoundrel's defense you know yeah absolutely yeah lying politicians or lying sexually predatory comedians yeah. but it is important to see the context oh, that absolutely coming from. yeah 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 well, that, well like, it's, it's the intent, isn't it? Like we, we're not, we're not saying that you should. It, it was, it was. It's ironic. It's, yeah, it's, yeah, you yeah. Know, we're exactly. not, you know, we're not. Yeah, we're not absolutely. Of course, you don't do that, but we're joke. We're having a joke. It's, and you're it's, making, you know, yeah. you're making the point that you know you don't do that. Yeah, my actions by speak. making by, by being transgressive. Now, of course, people can take it. It depends who you're talking to. It depends. Yes. Where. Because who you're talking to and how you say it and the context gives a sense of where you're coming from. Yeah, and the yeah, same yeah, joke to right. the wrong audience yeah. or, or, or to a different audience is a completely different, uh, is yeah. a completely different um, experience or expression. But um, there's, there's a Czech, Czech writer, Milan Kundera, and um, I've read a few of his books. I'm going to start reading them again because I, I, I was talking to... Um, 
again, I was talking to these millennial friends of mine about, you know, no platforming and safe yeah, spaces yeah, and yeah, trigger yeah, warnings yeah, and all yeah. this yes. kind of stuff. And as I say, I totally recognize where it's coming from. And, and a lot of it is good intention, is well intentioned. That's right. And of course, every case perhaps needs to be considered on its own merits or whatever. But but one thing that occurred to me was that Kundera, in an interview with Philip Roth, he was was saying how you can't have humour in a totalitarian society. Because a totalitarian society is based on the premise that everything is perfect within it. And the joke is premised on transgressing some kind of sense of perfection whether it's in uh, a moral sense or a societally acceptable sense or whether it's simply on a grammatical sense of yes. a, a, a pun or whatever it's all about seeing a rule that you're all familiar with and breaking it and in, and yes. therefore it depends on acknowledging yes. imperfection and if you can't acknowledge imperfection in society whatever it is then you repress it. I mean, my attitude with, with offensive stuff is to, if I can do offensive stuff that I know is going to be offensive to certain people, if I can do that stuff with a clear conscience with yeah. people who would be offended by it in the audience, yes, then I will do the joke. Absolutely, yes. If I can only do it if they're not there, then, then I won't do the joke. No. Because it seems to me that, you know, as, you know, being offended or having your, your boundaries of taste or in whatever area challenged I think is an important as well as an inevitable Absolutely. thing yes. about, about being a human. But if you're just willfully going out there to be nasty and offend with no yeah. justification yeah. beyond just to hurt being just to, yeah. nasty, then to me that's the that's the line really. Absolutely. I, yeah, I couldn't agree more. That's yeah. yeah. Well that's uh, yeah. roughly where the line is. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it always come down, but this comes is down the, to this, individual moments. Uh, well this is the thing, isn't it? There is this there are grey areas, and it is a lot. It's a lot more fluid than than the arguments that are happening. It's the, across the board, when you talk about gender issues, and we talk about you know, all all the things, there's, there isn't just black or white. It's like and, yeah. it, and you can't. It seems to be at the moment you can't question anything because you're going to get. It's like well, if you're questioning, say like for, for transgender people, if you if you question it or just go well. How like when someone like, you know, I've had this conversation, or I've heard this, where they've said oh, I, I felt I was born in the wrong body, and mm. and if you go, well, okay, well, how does that work? How is that? Explain to me yeah. what you mean. Instead of just accepting it, you go, okay, you go, okay, well, I don't, I don't really understand. Uh-huh. But just by questioning it, someone will go, well, you're being transphobic. No, no, oh, really? I, I, I want to understand. Uh, that's interesting. How, I've never uh, had that experience. Yes, that, yeah. I mean, I've never had this, this is years way. ago before we had these. <laughs> The, the, the open yeah. com- more open conversations now but even now it just feels a bit you're either with us or against us you know I'm not against yes, anybody yes I get that know? impression yeah. I get that Im- I mean again you know I haven't had a lot of direct conversational no. or relationship experience not that line but again just seeing some of the uh, Twitter conversations that you know come across my feed on occasions not only are they incredibly ridiculously vehement mm, unlike yeah. most unlike most social media threats obviously but half the time i can't actually follow which side of the argument people are on or what the no. two sides are you know yeah, it's yeah, terribly yeah. confusing to me yeah i mean i think it's really important that these things are out there absolutely and being yes. uh, being addressed and being talked about as normal yes 
because you know so many people have suffered for so long yeah, through absolutely. Yeah, 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 this, yeah. this fear of of strangeness or otherness yeah um, again, you know, going back to the earlier thing, but I mean, you know, in terms of societal uh, indoctrination of habits, of course, homosexuality to, let's say, ancient Greece was an entirely different issue yeah. uh, of convention than it is now. Yeah. Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. John Dowie, who was a comedian, probably the first, one of the first alternative comedians, predated even the, the comedy store boom. He started in right. the 70s. <clears throat> Very funny comedian who writes poetry and the odd book now doesn't do any stand-up but he had a great line he's doing a bit on god being drunk and uh i know what i'll do and another thing i'll do i'll uh, i'll invent hmm, four or five sexes <laughs> but i'll tell them there's only two <laughs> <laughs> that should be a, and, that, and i just uh, that is such a brilliant line yes yeah you know. I think social media maybe it may be where it's difficult to have these conversations. As yeah, you've I said, think it you is know, it's to yeah. try and do that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Because it just it just gets to extreme points. Absolutely. Quickly, yeah. My granddad was a transvestite. And oh really? So, and this is you know, we, my mum and dad went round there when I was a baby, and uh, they went to go into the house. Sort of my granddad's car on the driveway, and oh, he's not in, but the car's there. And as it was back then, you know, he's, unless the car was. Mm. Yeah, that you know, to assume it. So they looked. My dad looked for the letterbox, and they saw what they thought was my grand, my, my grandma. Uh-huh. And uh, so dad went around the back to go and have a chat, and it was his dad. Wow. Dressed in his garments, he was like, and he was like, "Well, this is what I do. Wow. When I'm alone, and you know, so that must have been an awkward moment all round. Well, well, yeah, yeah. Well, my dad, yeah. it freaked my dad out. Yeah. Which I think maybe added to, to your know, sensitivity to, to, my, to my dad's very. He's, he's, my dad was very emotionally, very sort of, you know, typical man mm-hmm. back then, you know. Oh, but on the other side, anyway, he didn't bring me up, you know, we didn't have sport in the house. Mm-hmm. It wasn't, so you, there was a lot of book, there was a lot of literature and art and so yeah, I was open to that. that. Yeah. yeah. So I was lucky, you know, music to have that sort of thing and things like that. But yeah, that you, sort of things were sort of... Do you think that kind of experience of like you being aware that you're... How old were you when that... I was a baby when... when oh, you were a baby? Yeah, so you, yeah. So, were so you, I never... I was never aware. I just remember my granddad oh. being... When, when, he died in early 80s, so... I remember... I do remember him. He's always immaculately turned out. And yeah. He always smelt of sandalwood. He was... Uh-huh. And, you know, you think back now, you go, oh, well, of course, he, you know, and then he had, he had friends that turned up to carry his coffin that no one had ever met before. They yeah. were very beautiful, well-turned-out mm. gentlemen. So my granddad had this whole secret life wow. that he was probably gay and had to hide it. And, yeah. you know, and, it, and, it, and, and listening to that story, you go, wow, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to add to someone's woes, like having exactly. to hide it. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. And if you do that in a... It's interesting to me, actually, you know, the way that the way that the jokes that would make people feel awkward or ashamed. Who are let's well, I'm I'm just thinking in terms of you know standard cliched audience interaction yes. lines, you know, and it, it it staggers and really dismays me actually how often you see compares getting an easy laugh out of implying that. You know, 
Yeah. Oh, here's the broke. Oh, broke four minute ma- checks uh, shirts. Here's the broke back mountain yeah, sable. Yes, it, oh, yeah. two girls on their own. Where are the boyfriends? Not, or aren't there any? Ha ha. You're thinking that is just vile to me. Yes. You know, because yeah, yeah, it's yeah. absolutely just isolating people who, it, it, on, on a completely unjustifiable, yeah. for completely unjustifiable reasons, who haven't even opened up to no. be giving you a hard time. No. And I, th- I, I find that really, really sad. Because, I mean, you know, we've all dealt with with, with, with gigs yeah. where you have to be, you know, you have to be dealing with a, a bunch of really difficult hecklers. And when you're up there firing back at them, then, yeah. you know, you don't yeah, know yeah. what's going to come no. out of your no. mouth to some degree. But And I'm not therefore justifying no. or implying <laughs> that's the way you would go. No. But at the same time, the idea... Of, so what I'm talking about is the idea of inclus- including or inclusivity in an audience to me seems to be the first step. Let's assume that everybody is embraced, everybody's human, mm. everybody's equal and welcome here. Yes. And we all want to have yeah. a laugh and we all want to enjoy laughing at imperfections and awkwardness and uh, all the foibles that we all have or all the fears that we all carry, but not to drive people and, you know, no, not, to, no, no, not no. to perpetuate this pointless. They've already struggled shaming. enough and yeah. they've come out yeah, for a night exactly. out and now you're adding to that. Yeah, yeah. Yes, absolutely. The other thing, going back on that, was, you know, I think this is why it's important that all this discussion of identity yes. is out there because it's saying, no, this is not, this is not abnormal. It might be uh, statistically unusual, yeah. but we're all included within the, the this human is it. race yeah. so we can yeah. be and do what we want. That said... You know, the other interesting thing to me is that I think, and this isn't necessarily a bad thing, but I think there's a correlative between the complete confusion on a, a, a more, on a broader political level mm. at the moment, not just in this country with all the, yeah. you know, Brexit and blah, 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 or the states. This, you know, th- these, these complete, th- these polarizations of opinion because nobody has any kind of sense of what no. you know there's, there's there's so many things upsetting the if you like the kind of socio-political status mm. quo that's endured let's say since the war that the you know nobody's offering any career and coherent kind of uh, hope or no. or, or uh, um, constructive vision um, perhaps because it is so volatile um, and I think to a certain extent, people who would be engaged in, if you like, more community or community-wide uh, social movements are some of them. Are, many of them are f- fragmenting off, m- putting their main principal energies into identity yeah, politics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Perhaps that's absolutely no bad thing. Perhaps it's out of that kind of recognition of th- that demolition of um, existing gender roles. Yes, I think there's maybe a more profound resonance mm. in questioning them, and just in terms of everyday socialization and yeah. sexual behavior or yeah, relationships. Yeah, yeah. You know, I think it does kind of probably echo into go into sort of more into political institutions and political organization. Yeah. You know, in the same way, if you like that, you know. Oh God! So I'm going off on a big tangent now. No, no, that's fine. In the same way that distribution of wealth across the planet is what we should be looking at, rather than yes, rather than even individually in countries, because you know, yeah. I don't want to go. This is not really the point of the podcast, but you know, given that 
if everybody had the same standard of living as people in the Western world, yeah. then we would be consuming the production of eight planet Earths. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, we, it, it's unsustainable. Yes, right, yeah. And I think that, you know, part of it is going, right, well, if we don't know how to make this right, but that's wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what are the implications of uh, transgender identity? Do we have... Uh, do we have three types of toilet? And yes, yeah. it sounds ridiculous in one way. Uh, on the other hand... Only because uh, of what we're used to. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, and if we do need them, then why are people saying we need them? And also, we've got to put it into law that you have three... <laughs> like, like you mean, now, disabled toilets, you know? Yeah, but, yeah. In the 70s, people, oh, for goodness sake, disabled exactly, access, yeah. blah, blah, blah. You know, A very just, recent re- thing. Yeah, yeah you're just recognising... Finally, that disabled people have the same <laughs> same needs, to, and, to rights, and you know? yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think that, like you say, is that what, what, what? Yeah, what happens is this massive explosion of right. This is it. We're, <clears throat> this is wrong, and that we're not doing that anymore. We're doing this now, and you're you're an arsehole if you're still doing that. And there's that 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 explosion. Yeah. Of, of of shouting and hollering and, yeah. and you go, oh, and very right. fixed positions. Yeah, yeah, and you go, well, okay, yeah, yeah, cool, cool, cool. I'm, I'm up. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. That should change. Yeah. Let's not get. Let's yeah. Let's be. Let's just let's chat. Let's do this. Let's let's figure it out rather than rather, this. yeah. But what, we, what as you know, you know, like you said, this every whatever is that the massive overcorrection. Yeah. Which maybe goes too far. Yeah. Not too far, but it goes okay. in a weird direction, and then you got and it kind of levels off. Yeah. I mean, just because. There might be an argument for three types of toilet. Mm. Doesn't mean that you can't ridicule the idea as well. You know, yeah, yeah. Again, it goes back to the joke. Yeah, it yeah, does. Yeah, 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 that's important. And you know, I think that the areas that I'd be exploring if I was writing about this would be, you know, uh, the convenience of maybe identifying as um, uh, I, I'm not an alcoholic. I'm just identifying yeah. as a heavy drinker, <laughs> or, or you know, uh, yeah. I, I, or I'm. I'm identifying as female because yeah um, because it's oh, yeah yeah you know because yeah. I just want to follow that girl into the <laughs> you know, I mean that kind of you know yeah. polar hypocrisy yeah. Yeah. That, yes uh, yes in the proto joke there or indeed I mean I think a very serious question is um, the the one of people identifying uh, as transgender or as uh, the other gender into uh, when, when they're in prison you know and there's been yeah, some really been some horrific yeah. consequences of that. And I think that's something where you go, well, no, this is really not as clear. Yeah, that's right, yeah. Yes, of course, the fundamental question is people's uh, individual yeah. and liberation and freedom, but uh, there are limits on everything. And well, this yeah, is, nothing, yeah. is, nothing is perfect and clear. No, no. It's odd, though, how, how deep it goes in, in some, some people. You know, just, yeah. And again, you know, I was deliberately throwing out a couple of you know, transgressive yeah. <laughs> jokes, but consciously so. But it really shocks me when, you know, you you be amongst people sometimes where that kind of cheap shot yeah. or demu- d- diminishing attitude to other social groups is taken as completely normal and yes. uh, uh, and, 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 and standard. You know? yeah. So they will, you know, use, um, use pejorative, casually yeah, pejorative yeah, terms yeah. about... Uh, women or or homosexuals or yeah. whatever it might be that you know and you think wow 
Mm. We're still fighting that battle at this level, you know. Yeah. Again, I keep I keep comparing it all to sort of what what I see on social media, and you be if you spend your life on social media, you'd be you start you start to think that well, that's how everything is. Everyone's shouting at each other. Yeah. Everyone's having a go. Well, actually, people aren't. People are discussing things. And it's a curious. Uh, it's a curious phenomenon of social media. I yeah. mean, I try and stay off it, apart from you know plugging stuff yeah. that I'm doing. Yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah. Because I see some of the stuff goes across my timeline, and I think, oh, that's. Do I want to get involved in that? And I'm quite interested to yeah. see how people think and talk, but I, I just don't want to waste my time. No. The other thing that occurred to me, and this is a you know a half baked routine that I've not really I've only done it a couple of times because I had to cut it out of one of the shows for time. Cool fact: A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Um, there's an irony, it seems to me, that uh, um, people say such vehemently extreme things on these social media threads. Yeah. Things that they would never say in real life because if they were sitting in a pub with somebody mm. expressing the same opinion in the same way and the same calling the same names and so on, they know on some level that they would get belted, <laughs> right? Yeah. Which led me to, and this is the kind of core of the, the people, which leads, leads me to posit this, which is, to, in order to have a successful, civilised society, a certain threat of physical <laughs> violence has to be present. Which is what we had. Yeah, a, a, and it's weird, yeah. isn't it? How everybody yelling at each other on social media is now yeah. developing a a greater propensity for violence and extremism yeah absolutely uh, in, yeah. in real life yeah in demonstrations and and so on and this polarization yeah of, yeah of uh, of thought yeah. and positions and as i say i think i think a lot of it goes down to the fact that everything is in tumult at the moment there's yes. so much uncertainty and in terms of un times of uncertainty people grasp onto something that they yeah. Want to believe in yeah, and don't want to believe can be challenged. Like you know, if you, you know, taking a very firm, vehement position with no laughter and no and brooking no discussion on identity politics, yeah. or whether you're a you know some kind of uh, gilet jaune or you know oh, member yeah. of whatever populist movement is going on. There's this real propensity for not listening, 
thinking that you're right and just yeah. yelling at people. Yeah. With, with the Louis C.K. thing, when that when that all blew up, I was really, I think out of everything that had gone on, I think I was the most disappointed with him because he was my, he was like a hero to me and then, it, you know what I mean? And it's one of those, I mean, sometimes with people, yeah. whether this is right or wrong, when they get busted on something like that, you think, oh yeah, that doesn't entirely surprise me. Right. Whereas with him, as you say, because yeah. you, you, it just never occurred. No. Well, the way he spoke, the way he, the things he talked about. And yeah, exactly. He, had, he seemed yeah. so, yeah. so wise. Yeah. That he, I first heard the rumours and I'm like, well, why would he be doing that? Yeah. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. It, didn't, it didn't marry up with what, the way his persona. And then when he, when it came out that he, he was back in a comedy club doing mm. comedy, and I, I, probably looking back on it now, it probably wasn't any of my business to say anything because he's a fellow comic and, mm. you know, we're already up against it. But I think because of what he'd done and the fact that he'd admitted it, yeah, and then it seemed like only a blink of an eye and he was back. Yeah, it was almost like he clubs. was dealing with a heckler. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> anyway, back to me. Back to this. And it was like, yeah. I, and I, I was annoyed. And I was like, and so I tweeted about it and said, look, you know, I'm all, I'm all about redemption and forgiveness and things like that, but nine months doesn't feel... Long it, enough. It, it also depends or, on how they address yeah. it. Doesn't yeah, it? I mean, yeah, if he yeah, came yeah, back yeah. and said, man, did I really screw up? This was appalling behaviour. Yeah. But I still want to be a comedian. I know it's going to yeah. take a long time. I mean, I haven't seen the set, but from whatever no. about it, you know, you, it doesn't sound like he was that repentant. And uh, um, yeah, actually that kind of mentioning him takes me back to that. Then I was scrabbling around to try and find some kind of point where the, the individual identity politics and, and, and the idea of, if you like, broader social right, yeah, political yeah, yeah, change yeah, yeah. come together. I mean, if you look at the Me Too movement, I think the most important thing about that is the way that it's calling calling people in positions of power within their industries or institutions mm. or whatever it might be and holding them to account. That is a point where it seems to me that, you know, the... The, the two well the, the, the identity politics yes becomes really really important yeah absolutely yeah. it's not important <laughs> in areas, but you know that's yeah. more powerful perhaps absolutely yeah 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 and, and that, it, that would be a game changer to you know slowly and surely and so on yeah um, but you know I don't mean what I'm, again I'm starting to I'm starting to sort of review every phrase from the point yeah, of view yeah, of, yeah, yeah. what does he mean here but that, I, but the, the, I was surprised that when I did tweet about it, did you get a lot of? But someone said to me, someone tweeted, go, yeah, but it was, it was, you know, he, it was, they, they said yes, you know, so there was consent. I was like, no, 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 but it was false consent. Yeah, and I think, I think that's that is actually a really key area for people. You know, we're talking mm. about how much do we turn a blind eye or not aware of our own yeah. faults where we think we're being reasonable, right? Yeah. And it seems to me quite clear that it's very naive not to factor in power yes. into that into that transaction in the dressing yeah. room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it seems terribly naive for somebody, particularly in our business, where you're aware of status. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Status changed the whole time. You know, yeah, whether it's yeah. who speaks first in the car, or, <laughs> you know what I mean? Or just, yeah. you know, these kind of, it's all... And most of the time, you can kind of ignore them and just get through to right. people being, 
You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Again, yeah. If you're if you're higher status in the car, yeah. then it's up to you to fucking demolish it rather yeah. than exploit it. You know what I mean? Yeah, the absolutely. The other people are, are going to wait and see, and we've all done that. We've all been, you know, sitting there with somebody who's massively kind of you know more famous or important or right. whatever, and and you know what, what what do you do? You wait and you 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 know you're tongue tied and nervous, <laughs> and blah, blah, blah. Um, but uh, yeah, that seems terribly yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, naive. Yeah. I tell you, one of the most important events that I went to last year was uh, the stand held a one-off event at uh, uh, one evening and it was hosted by Seymour Mace and uh, Samina Zera you know yeah 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 I know and it was it was testimony of women in our industry in this country on the stand-up circuit talking about people hitting on them and exploiting power Right through yeah, from, yeah, yeah. from comparatively small exploitation yeah. of that to, to really quite shockingly big ones. And they were read anonymously. They were anonymously right, right, read right. by other comedians. And then it was interspersed with comedians doing, doing a little set which was related to the okay. theme as well. And it was... It was the, uh, Seymour and Samina, they did a fantastic job of hosting it. They, yeah. I mean... Very difficult to, to hit the right tone. Oh, absolutely. serious and yeah. there. And they were brilliant. They really, really were. And um, and the courage of the people to, even to put in anonymous testimony, mm. I thought. But it was shocking to me to hear, you know, yeah. to, to hear what was going on, you know? Because we're and, not, yeah. And, and you don't also don't realise how threatened, particularly yeah. women, yeah. I think, probably not exclusively, but particularly women, feel on our circuit or yeah. the position that they feel themselves yeah. in. Yeah, even though we might not recognise it, the that doesn't mean it's not happening. Exactly, yeah. the vulnerability. Uh, oh, years ago, I was doing a gig, got a lift back, and the guy who was driving dropped me here and then turned off, and there was an open spot woman, Yeah, I don't know, mid-twenties or something, and she only lived about a mile up the road. Um and I would have, it was raining. I would have walked around. Of course, yeah. But it was yeah. raining. And uh, so I said, look, I was a bit knocked that the guy mm. who was driving hadn't, you know, yeah. taken her yeah. just up the road. It was only a mile out of his of way course, or whatever. Yeah. Anyway, so I was going to walk her up the road and it was thrown down with rain. And I said, look, look, come in and I'll call you a cab. Yeah. And, you know. and there was a, I don't know, there was just a point where I thought, I don't know. Just I just got a sense that she thought I might be right trying it on. Of course, yeah. So I suddenly, oh, you know, I said, look, you know, I said, we'll, we'll have to be. I, I made some point about yeah. coming have a cup of tea and we'll wait for the cab. And I have to be quiet because my wife yeah, sucks. Yeah, whatever yeah. it was, so sort of doing just it indirectly. Explain, yeah. But it, it it struck me. I thought, God, she was almost certainly. I was right. I think that she was scanning that. that as a possibility. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And you think that's? I mean, you know. And we don't have, we don't, that wouldn't, don't the other way around. really worry about no, that No, no. Well, that was it. I, you know, I stupidly, I was, I was in, I was in, I think I was in Australia and there was a, we were sat, we were all a bit pissed and there was a, um, a, a female comic sat with us and, and she said, I'm going to go. Cause you know, and then she was quite aggressive. She said, I'm going to go. She was aggressive against men anyway, but for whatever reason, for whatever mm-hmm. reason, that's not the issue, you know, it's not. But my my reaction because you're like you know we, someone made a comment 
And then she said, well, you don't have to worry about getting raped and murdered on a mm -hmm. regular basis. And I went, I said, well, and I stupidly just went, well, men get raped as well because there are a couple of male acts that were doing shows there right. about their experiences, about what they'd gone through. So it was just on my mind. It wasn't until later on. I mean, Joe Rogan mentioned it recently. He just he talked about it in his special, and he just said, you know, yeah, you know, men do get raped, but they get made, raped by men. You fucking yeah, idiots. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh my god, yeah, yeah. What a ridiculous yeah. thing of me to have said. Yeah. And it was ridiculous that he took that someone else, another comic, to, to flag point it, to out, point it the, out. I should already clarity. know that. Yeah, but because it, my naivety, I've not had to experience. I've not experienced that. And were you also know. slightly? Um, being slightly provocative because of the, the the social situation where you were kind of not seeing the bigger picture and and just wanting to I think it was sort of yeah swipe back well yeah I think she because she was quite aggressive yeah. about against men anyway it was yeah. so dismissive I think maybe I was reacting to that yeah, yeah. so like you know that kind of well it's not all men yeah. Like yeah. I felt maybe on yeah, a subconscious yeah, yeah. I was being attacked yeah, yeah. Yeah. And now looking back, it's like, oh God, that was ridiculous. It's yeah. curious as well, isn't it? How again, part of the learning process is realizing yeah. when it's appropriate to to, if you like, lash out with a with a provocative or a, a combative comment. Yeah. And then sort of thinking, oh, hang on, no, there, there is actually yeah, yeah, a big yeah. unaddressed, yeah, or, or comparatively unaddressed uh, um, it, it, part of the issue here that I should make should make me more considerate. Absolutely, absolutely, yeah. and so that. What you've just described to me, that, you know, that the other way round, if, if, if it was a, if she'd have said to you, oh, come Entirely. in, have a cup of tea, yeah. you yeah. wouldn't be thinking. No, no, absolutely. You know, yeah. It's, so yeah. it's really interesting. Yeah. And then the other way we should be aware that there's not parity is that, you know, sometimes you should be aware that uh, women, uh, well, uh, sorry, I'm only hesitating because I, the categories yeah, of people, yeah, yeah. the categories of people who have been, who have suffered at the hands of um, either a willful or an accidentally oppressive yeah. <laughs> male-dominated yeah. society, whoever that, you know, sometimes you can therefore understand why the vehement yeah, objection is, yeah, yeah, yeah. why the objections and the yeah. rage is more vehement. It's not a parity. No. That you shouldn't necessarily expect it to be a parity. Yeah. You can understand why, you know. But this was my, that was my first experience really of this. Right. You know, and, and maybe that comes from a place of privilege. I've not I really had anything bad in my life, really. I've never had to deal with anything, no adversity, really. Yeah. And was unaware of, you know, that sort of thing has never happened to me before. Yeah. So, you know, so naively saying that, you know. Yeah. It, but, but from that, I've learned, that, uh, yeah. you know, that was a ridiculous thing to say. You're an asshole. Yeah. I've been wrong. I get it wrong sometimes. Yeah. But but I'm open. Someone said someone said to me that's wrong. You go oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I get it. I, yeah. Yeah you're, yeah. you're right. Being being not I say you're not man enough, but you know to go have the strength of character enough to go. Actually, yeah, you're right. I'm really sorry that I didn't see yeah. it that yeah, yeah. way. Yeah. Which a yeah. lot of people don't seem to have the conditioning. You know, it makes you realize how deep the conditioning goes, though. Doesn't yeah. It? But on the other side of it. Going back now, we've got we've got uh, for for the listeners. Um, this is being recorded sort of mid Jan and there's yeah. January, and there's been an, an advert by Gillette, the Razor <laughs> people. Now, um, which is a lot of people are praising the advert. A lot of people are up, you know, up in arms about it, but it's basically it's it's getting into the Me Too movement and basically saying that men should be more aware 
you know, like, you know, you know the way they, they bring up their sons and the way that they, you know, and and I think to me, I mean, you've seen the advert now. Yeah, yeah. To me, it just, you know, it was, some people go, no, it's, it's an advert that needed to be made. And you go, yeah, but it's just another company jumping on, yeah. turning a movement into a bandwagon Absolutely. and then driving the bandwagon off a cliff. Yeah, for monetary purposes. Yeah, you know, yeah, so. yeah. It's paying lip service to yeah. the to the ideas that it's yeah. talking about, and I, mean, I think it's. But well, it seems to me the idea is that if you use a triple bladed um, plastic razor, you know, yeah. that you're suddenly going to be more sensitive. And, <laughs> like you're you not know, already aware that. What about the yeah. fish that you're killing by buying <laughs> yeah. a plastic disposable razor anyway? You know. Yeah. That'll be the next advert, presumably, by the... Uh, no, it's be a turtle shaving. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah no, I, it seemed very much um, uh, uh, just bandwagoning to me. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, I don't agree with all of it either. You know, the idea that... Um, uh, okay, here's areas where, you know, two kids rolling on a lawn having mm. a play fight... And then, you know, at the end of the advert, they're separated because yeah, yeah, this yeah. is, you know, like... Toxic know. masculinity. Yeah. This yeah. Is like, if you're thinking, is that really toxic masculinity? Um, there's one point where one guy restrains his friend from looking at a girl who's walking down the street. Well, you know, if people who find other people sexually attractive never yeah. acted on uh, any impulse of acknowledgement, recognition, noticing... Yeah then we'd all die out. Now, I mean, you know, I'm willing to accept that that's probably a very, very good plan. Uh, and maybe actually that's, that's the, no, maybe that's, that's the, the key. Maybe that's the key to it all. Absolutely. You know, let's stop fucking, stop breathing. Maybe there's a chance, that's maybe the way that we'll, yeah. we'll hit those uh, last those chance targets. climate change targets. Yeah, maybe, maybe the fish will survive and recover <laughs> maybe the glaciers will stop melting you know? if we stop fucking yeah yeah buy Gillette and cut your balls off <laughs> cut your balls off with a fucking three blade disposable <laughs> yeah. razor you fucking and then don't well. fucking throw the blade away swallow the fucker <laughs> swallow the fucker Give cut the your balls mate. off your friends <laughs> All your friends, cut their balls off. Just That's what you should do with the, the best a man can get. He's hairless and... Because you see... Ah, then you see... You, but the thing is, you better put them out of business once you cut your balls off because your hair won't grow back. So that's what it's, that's what that's it's a, about. Yeah, yeah, that's it, yeah. yeah. But it, it... Yeah, and it is that... It's just that assumption that all men are... All men are dull idiots and dull, not dull but you don't need the Gillette advert no. to, to tell us that of course not yeah <laughs> you don't need yeah yeah you just have to listen to this yeah. <laughs> yeah this has done us no favours I get that now this is a waste of time um, but going back to that I said I've said this before that I have noticed more now again because I've never had to deal with it before myself men especially on the on, I've seen this on the tube when you're going down the escalator and you see men coming up there was a there was a woman in front men won't not only look at a woman uh, like in an adoring way but it, but actively like almost spin around and watch her go down the escalator as the mm. so it, it's all very well seeing someone and going oh, well, she, oh yeah. she looks and nice. then there's a point where it becomes threatening yes yeah. which I've noticed more now 
than I used to. Oh, uh, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. more. Yeah. I mean, there's always been men in vans shouting out of windows, but that's more to impress their mates. Yeah. That kind of flopping your dick about in order to say, look at me, I'm such a man, I'm going to shout at that woman and, you know. I did a wind-up on some scaffolders once where there was a woman in front of me, Few, you know, a few yards yeah. in front of me and they were calling out to her, all right, darling. And I went, hello, <laughs> hi. <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. They didn't like that. that no, of course not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a lot of fun. <laughs> like you didn't get your head kicked in. Yeah, well, I could tell, I could work out how many flights of ladders <laughs> they would have to get. Yeah, yeah, you're a safe distance. Yeah, yeah. That's, I've noticed that more that kind of but again there's a fine line between finding somebody attractive or looking at someone they look nice yeah and, and then, then and then falling over yourself to you know look at that person and, yeah so I get it that 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 must be awful on that if you're being, yeah, yeah I mean and even if it is just a glance you know just yeah. the way that you're being object I mean this I suppose what I was trying to say is that yeah of course it's um, it, it's it must be extremely disturbing and yeah. irritating. And, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. To be objectified like that, but I mean, there is a serious point that I wasn't making quite right. But at the same time, that you know, if we did stop looking at each other entirely, mm, yeah, and, you know, who makes a move? You know, yeah, if, yeah, if yeah. Flirting is abolished, or whatever. Is it all done by, you know, sort of yeah. online forms? Yeah, but there is that. There is that. There when this explosion after the Weinstein sort of thing and you know people I mean I talk about this in my set yeah carry on, um, carry on. you know guys saying that um, you know oh you can't flirt with women now and you can't talk to women now and you know you go, of course you can you can still do that but you know ask yourself this you know when you're talking to a woman is your cock out you know yeah yeah there's a there's all it's all very well f- again finding somebody attractive and wanting to speak to that person yeah and, but you know if they want to be spoken to you, want, you know if they want you in their company yeah. straight away. But you know. well, you got it, and it, it's a sim- maybe it seems a simple thing, but it's a simple thing of just yeah being sensitive to the person as a person rather than yes. as an object of your well. This is desire. it. A lot of men that, that I grew up with seeing women as like they'd can't always see be like, past that. no, or they'd be like, oh, we're going out tonight, we're going to go and pull. Yeah, but that, but I never enjoyed. Mm. I never enjoyed going out and with the lads to go wow. to a club and I, I never went and spoke to anybody, and which is why I was really pleased that later on clubbing became less about that and more about the music. Oh, really? Because I always, yeah. no, I never went. I mean, no. whenever I went clubbing, it was just tagging along to and having a drink, you know. I yeah, yeah, yeah. Ever, ever chatted up somebody in that kind no, of thing? No, no. I was, you know, like I say, I was really pleased that it, it went from going out, oh, we're going on the pool, dressed in our tyres, and to just about yeah. the music and having yeah. a good time. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. There again, you know, I suppose that provided the transaction's equal, there's nothing wrong with a completely huh? or a, a largely physical attraction yes. and, and, you know, encounter, I guess. Yeah. But that's it's. It. Um, but it's that it's more the sensitivity to whether you're imposing exactly that is like I said you can feel I've, I've said hello to people before be, I'm a bit drunk and I'm at a bar and be someone sitting next to me and I'm not chatting them up I'll just go hey how are you doing you alright and then they'll just they'll look at you like oh, you're a piece of shit and you go yeah. absolutely yeah. I, didn't, I didn't see that as a challenge or yeah. <clears throat> I saw that more oh shit I should have probably said hello yeah, yeah. I just got yeah. caught up in the moment yeah. I've had a drink I'm, having, I'm feeling good 
I'm just being sociable. Yeah, you know, yeah. it wasn't. I wasn't like, oh, this might lead somewhere. But, but more, the weird thing know. is, then you would, st- and I know that kind of situation, and then you think, oh, would I have done that if it had been a bloke on his own? Yeah. Well, then, uh, yeah, your, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Then, then, then that's your test of what your real your, motivation yeah, was. Yeah, perhaps. you're right. You're right. That's absolutely right. Yeah. But then again, you know, yeah, it's not as if it's a. There has to be that kind of. Um, that kind of opening gambit has to be made if anybody's ever going yeah, to meet a stranger. Yeah. yeah. And of course, now, you know, it's all, I don't know. It's, it's all, all the apps anyway, now, isn't it? it? All that, which the is... apps. So maybe it, maybe it will turn, yeah. turn down, you know, computer programs, <laughs> out forms algorithms. And... <laughs> yeah. I find that I've, I've, never, I've never been on the apps. I don't, it, it just seems, and I'm not putting it, maybe, maybe I'm a dinosaur thinking this, but it just seems to be very. You know, very unusually, unusual, yeah. yeah, it seems, <coughs> seems strange, robotic, to me, yeah. But then again, I'm more and more aware of how you know so many, uh, so much social behavior of younger generations is mm. qu- quite alien to me. I mean, I understand oh, yeah. the technology, yeah, but the etiquettes and the, the procedures of how they go out and who they hang out yeah, with, and blah blah blah. It, yeah. I have no idea on that, no, you know, me which either. is why occasionally I do like to. You, well, not you know. I, I enjoy hanging out with young yeah. people on occasions, and you know, you free, and, yeah. and just getting some kind of sense of well, this what's is going on. In the same way yeah. as hanging out with you know people I don't see a lot from back up north, or just you know, yeah. exposing yourself to more yeah, different well, experiences. Yeah. So many people I know, yeah, our age. They go. They were. Oh, I. I. I don't understand that. I, I haven't got a laptop because I understand it. Mm. I'm, I'm a techno. Yeah, Rather yeah. than whereas I go. I. I. I want to know, and not because I want to stay young or anything like that. But I just want things are changing, and I'd like to be involved with it as much as long for as long as possible. You know, like. Yeah. You know, it's not. It's not, I'm interested in it. I'm not. It's not something I'm trying to force. No. You know, but a lot of people I know are now just shut off to it going. They're like, "Oh, well, I'm old now." You go, "No, oh, you're you're forty, mid forties." Silly, not, isn't it? Yeah. Do you think that part of that is the, the, the? Do you find yourself though at certain points making yourself go outside a comfort zone? Yes. I, mean, I think you know you've yeah. already said it in the way that you're talking about. You know, analyzing your past behavior as well as you know, Absolutely, it, it, yeah. it, it runs right through this conversation, doesn't it? Yeah. About how. I suppose all of us want to live in a comfort zone in yeah, many ways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but then you're in danger of degree, shutting yourself off. Whether it's to technology or to changing social yes. uh, relationships and, yeah, and yeah. why they're important. I think that comes, you know, that idea of being willing to walk outside your comfort zone a bit. I think that's really important. Yeah, absolutely. And I, th- I suppose, yeah. you know, like you're saying about asking yourself the question or reviewing a piece of behaviour like when you had that altercation with the, the mm. Australian comic in the, yeah. you know, whatever it might be, or, you know, realising, oh, wait a minute, maybe I didn't do that as, you know, yes. as acceptably as I should have done or whatever. Yeah. But again, that's what comedy is about, which is, is about looking at things from a slightly mm. different, provocative... look. Ask, it, it's asking or either asking or inviting or forcing the audience to look at things from a slightly different perspective. Yeah, we get given something as comics and instead of someone goes, this is this. Yeah. And we go, okay, but what is this? Yeah, and then yeah, we yeah. sort of spin it around and we're looking at it from, from different, different angles, angles and yeah. then we go, oh, actually, well, it's yeah. when you turn it you this see, way, it's this. That. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, which we've, and I realise this now, speaking to people that I, I grew up with that aren't, in, aren't doing what we do and they don't have that. They are very... Still in that, I mean, a lot of them, 
they're they're sharing Britain first stuff mm. online and they're talking you know in a way they're talking very closed off it's and it's amazing that's that really frightens me that the the, the degree to which people you know dig mm. themselves into a comfort zone yes. and then yeah. surround themselves by things that either justify it or give them anger about otherness yes in a simplified way so that they can they get, it saves time thinking doesn't it when yeah you know, exactly that you don't need to thinking yeah. time which you could be spending um, doing, doing the lottery or yeah 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 or watching or just that on TV don't, not wanting to be challenged no on your on your th- you know yeah exactly whereas I I don't know about you I have an unquenchable thirst because I wasn't very academic when I was growing up so all of a sudden now in my later years I'm I'm willing to mm-hmm. learn more because on my terms and so yeah. I have this unquenchable thirst to learn and mm-hmm. find out and learn new things and you know so it, I'm interested in it whereas a lot of people aren't you know it's yeah you know yeah I I, it seems like giving up to me to, yes you know, yes I think it's I don't know and it isn't trying to like you know we isn't trying to hang on to my youth it's not, I'm not no, trying no, to no, leave, no 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 it's, but it's just that, a curiosity yeah yeah it? I think once you stop having curiosity I think that's it you're done yeah you know? yeah so this has been oh, we've, we've reached a conclusion. We've, yeah. There you are. Curiosity. Secret of life, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Remain curious. <laughs> Nick, Always this has been up. great. Hey, pleasure. Nick, pleasure. <laughs> Insane in the membrane. So there we are, Nick Revel. You can find him on Twitter, at the Nick Revel, and look out for his stand-up shows across the country. Next time, I sit down for a funny and emotional chat with my hero, Mr. Michael Smiley. When I came over to um, came over to London, I said to people, "All right, what about you?" People, oh, God, oh yeah, what's he doing? What's he doing? And I go, "Fucking pig ignorant bastards!" Yeah, I'm saying, all I'm doing is saying hello to them. And they was terrified of. They're terrified, but of course, yeah. then I don't realise that the natural racism towards this accent, this accent is already saying to them, "Get on the floor! Don't be yeah. a fucking hero." <laughs> We're already hearing that. <laughs> Thanks to Zen on Gaku for the music and Jade Adams for the inspiration. Producer was Paul Daniels at darkhorsedigital.co.uk. If you've just found this podcast, subscribe now. Tell your friends to do the same. Come on, you know, you know you want to. This is this is a great podcast. Get them listening. Get it out there. And check out our back catalogue with Tez Elias, Simon Evans, Dan Skinner, and many others. You can also message us on Instagram or Twitter at Membrane Podcast. Be great to hear from you. I love a chat. Get involved. Send me some questions. Ask me anything you want, and I'll try and answer you. Until the next time, I've been Rich Wilson. I will see you again. Goodbye. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Made by darkhorsedigital.co.uk Shooting, live streaming and podcast production.